Hello to all the listeners if there are any listeners at this point to begin with. In this case, I think hello to all the dogs and cats, mice, and birds will be more appropriate. I'm not going to sing July morning this year as I just realize I have missed it. I used to go on events on this morning ritual back in the day, but I don't know is it from the age or the miles, but I have started to skip it more in recent years. Before we start I have some small disclaimer I have to make. In the intro episode, I said that it was going to be a bit of a strange podcast experiment, and that is still the case, but the so-called hosts, Freddy and Freya, are not going to be in the picture. It was strange even for my standards, I'm still going to type and write all scenarios and do all the research myself at this point, but it will be this voice that will be the host, and the voice of the poetry reading AI. We can still call him Freddy, and this will be my AI voice, so it will be me, Elon, and Freddy. One more thing as well, it will be me, I mean this voice, that will be doing more of the talking, as I find it super time consuming to edit everything later on with all the interruptions. I did the not so wise idea to do 6 to 7 projects at once, and 24 hours, 7 days a week are not enough, and to be honest at this point I want this just to be for me to get better at research and writing while I spend 70% of my time working on my website at my Skypet. Another disclaimer, until the end of the year, I will upload a very short podcast, only twice a month. On the 1st and the 15th of every month. In addition to that, I will try to present only some short positive news that I found about, and if these things get any viewers, I will do in-depth research for next year as I assume I will be done with the majority of the hardest work on my websites. Before we get started I want to ask you, Freddy, do you want to make just a short mentioning of July morning? First of all hey Elon, it feels nice not to be kicked out of your project before it even started. I feel for Freya. And as far as your question, yes. I think we have to say a few words about July morning for a couple of reasons. First, we live in Bulgaria, and I don't know how many people will know this, but John Walton from Uriah Heep, the band that sings the now so famous song July morning, is in Bulgaria every July morning, and he even has a house here, next to the sea, only 50 miles from where we live. Fun fact, Staying up all night on the last day of June until the sunrise on July the 1st is actually a Bulgarian event, that has slowly moved to other places, but it originates from here. Actually, it was originally a hitchhiking thing, to meet the first sun rays on the Black Sea coast. Now it is an annual thing where you go with friends, you drink all night, you listen to bands playing live music all night long, and, I see you want to say something. Yes. I apologize for looking so impatient. I just wanted to say that I really had no idea that this was a Bulgarian thing, now it makes more sense of, why John Walton has a house here, and on that note, I did go to a couple of events on this day, and two times I was on the so-called Cayman Coast, and I was listening to July morning from John Lawton himself. It is a thing everyone should experience at least once in their life. There were also some other Bulgarian bands, and, it was just amazing. I think with the work I started to do last year, won't be able to go to any events for the next couple of years, but I hope it will be worth the price in the end, and if not, who cares, life is moving anyways, regardless of your success or failures, but I won't get into stoicism from the first episode. I just want to tell all the listeners, 
and mainly those located in Europe, to come at least once in your life for July morning in Bulgaria, ideally without kids. What I mean by that is that it is really noisy all night long, they are hundreds of tents, people sleeping outside as it is very warm during the night. And for all the people outside of Europe, just Google July morning and type your location to see if there is anything going on, usually they are people of all ages celebrating in one way or another the first sun rays. It, it is just something that you have to go to, it's hard to put into words. Okay, Freddy, do you just want to say a few more things about July morning, and after this, I want to continue with a few positive events that I recently learned about. Yes, I would love to, and thanks for interrupting me, I 100% agree with you that everyone, no matter where their location is, should experience greeting the first sun rays, even if it's not on the 1st of July, just pick a bright sky sunny evening, and go for it. Go solo, with a partner, with family. It is a journey that is worth it. I mentioned the hitchhikers, but the movement is also well known for the hippie movement in the 70s and 80s, there is some sex, drugs, and rock and roll to it. Just as they had movements in the United States against the war in Vietnam, so did the Bulgarians, but it was a protest against the communist regime back then. And I don't want to make this political or anything, but it seems that hippies across the world got it right. There was no need for the war in Vietnam, it was something destructive, and not at the same scale but the communist regime as well. It is sad that so many people used to love it. So to turn this into something positive, there is always beauty in every painful moment. What I wanted to say was, that it was a hope of something better. You know, a new day, a new down, a new life is born. Now it is just a way for young people, to have some fun. But for the older generation, it still brings the wind of the youth and the power of standing together. I think this will be for our short introduction of July morning. It was a last minute pop up in our heads. And if you are interested to learn more, just type July morning in Google, there are so many bloggers that have shared their experience, mentioned some cool places. Elon personally is celebrating it on Carmen Coast, Varna, Albana and mainly the north part of the Black Sea in Bulgaria. I hope this was useful, and Elon, let's see what positive news you have for us. It was something short, and interesting, in my view I think people should know about that kind of events, and thank you, for telling people where I go, but I live in Varna, Bulgaria so no secrets here. Dot I just want to say again, this will be a very short podcast, something in the range of 15 to 19 minutes top. I want to make it short, informative, and if anyone likes something, or finds it interesting, he can always look for it, and in a matter of 10 to 15 minutes to explore the subject, or just a minute or two, depending on how much the news grabbed you. I want to mention something before I start. I used to read, and watch a lot of news, and the negativity killed my soul and that was transferred to my relationships with people. Now, I don't do that as often, only one time a week, and I just read the headlines, I don't open the story. I just want to be in the loop if something big happens. I don't want to be Jared Leto on a meditation journey in the desert and to come out just to see the world in lockdown. I'm not saying that not reading bad news is making the world better, I think we do need them, so we can act accordingly if we have the power. 
but at this point in time I don't have the power money and sadly time to act on the negative shit that is happening every day. So I limited that, and I introduced myself to a number of different good news channels, and I want to share something small, quick, and positive to impact your day on a high note. That was why, I also called the podcast Global Impact So. I will try for a couple of episodes just mentioning some news that I found interesting. I will try to do 80% positive and 20% negative. Reality is reality. And please let me know in the comments if it is enough or you would like me to do a more in-depth talk on the matter. First news comes from Norway. We all know how bad the use of coal is. And every country or almost every country wants to limit its use as much as possible. Well, as of the end of last month, Norway has zero coal mines. In fact, they not only closed their last coal mine, but they will invest resources into transforming it into a national park. They want to turn it into a place where bears, seals, and all wildlife can thrive again. The coal mine was running for more than 100 years, and it will take time to undo all the damage, but this is a perfect example of fixing something that we have broken. From Norway we'd go all the way to China. I wasn't sure about mentioning this one, but I am a vegetarian who loves animals, and one of my goals in life is to help as much of them as possible. So far, I am only able to feed some stray animals when I see them, but a man in China, named Xi Xiang, has rescued more than 8,000 stray dogs since 1994. With the help of other people, he is able to provide temporary shelter for them and find adoption families who would care and love for them. I don't know how they did this, but they also managed to find adoption families from Canada, the United States, and some countries in Europe. Something that just recently was posted from one of the statistic websites that I follow. I have a degree in statistics and econometrics, and I guess I have some Excel problems as well, but that is for another episode. So, the news is about the Global Peace Index. By definition, this is, quote, report produced by the Institute for Economics and Peace which measures the relative position of nations and regions' peacefulness. The GPI ranks 172 independent states and territories according to their levels of peacefulness, end quote. Something interesting from the 2021 index is that we see a big increase in peace levels in North Africa and the Middle East. It's important to know that, because according to most news channels, those places are non-stop under rocket fire and so on. I'm not going to go deeper, I just talked that this was a global impact, and it was worth mentioning. Okay, I will read to you the highest top 20 countries if you want to move and live a life in peace and quiet, starting from number 1, down to number 20. Iceland New Zealand Denmark Portugal, Slovenia, Austria, Switzerland, Ireland, Czech Republic, Canada, Singapore, Japan, Finland, Norway, Sweden, Australia, Croatia, Germany, Hungary, and Belgium. Let's move to some science and the dark side, not the Star Wars dark side but still there is some resemblance, but in a positive way. According to scientists from Berkeley, if you accept your dark moods, you have the potential to be more mentally strong and happier in the long run, and according to the research, people who accepted their negative, dark side in life 
in the future experience far fewer breakdowns than the people who were happy all the time and who avoided their darkest moments. I guess it is right to say, spend 80% of your time in a good place, but when the 20% comes, greet them with acceptance. Let us go now to something a bit more serious. As we all know, cancer is one of the deadliest things for us. Medicine has gone far, but still a long way from where it is supposed to be. But as I mentioned already, there is always something good hiding in every bad situation. One of the worst things about cancer is that it is caught too late, and misdiagnoses are also not that uncommon. After years of development and testing in March 2020, there was a new test introduced that can test for over 50 cancers at once, with accuracy way above the standard average test. It is developed by a U.S. biotech company called Grail. That is G R A I L and the test uses AI, and can look for any changes. Since it is AI it gets better with time. Some, stage 1 cancers are at discovery rates of 63%, but in the next decade with technology getting better by the year, we can have a breakthrough that will save millions of lives. Before I continue, please, do let me know in whatever way you find most convenient. Do you enjoy those fast doses of news? or do you want to have much fewer but more in death? I personally find it more useful to give around seven fast, positive news that got my attention because we are all different people with different views and if someone is grabbed by something, he or she can always learn more of the thing that got their attention. This episode is brought to you by myself. As I mentioned, I have a website called My Sky Pet. That's N Y S K Y P E T, and it is on my own website, on Etsy and Redbubble. Just type my SkyPet on Google, and it will pop right up. It is 100% designed for pet lovers. If you want to make a present for yourself or someone else that loves animals, please give us a visit. My sister and I designed everything, and it's 100% originals by us. We have T-shirts, hoodies coffee mugs, greeting cards, stickers, and on Redbubble we have all sorts of home decor items. Links will be provided in the description, and as of this year, we also offer our designs as digital art, so you can print our designs on everything that you want for personal use. We also have a partnership program where you can sell our designs on products you have. You can DM us on all social media if you are interested, or from the contact form on our website. Listeners to this podcast, that's all of you, can now have a 10% discount if you use the code, July 1st, on checkout, promo code will be linked in the notes. Thanks for listening, and now I'm getting back to the stories. We are moving to Vietnam now, as you might know already, I am all in for animals and environment protection, Vietnam is very controversial when it comes to animals. But just as a single individual does not represent a country, so is a country not a representation of a single individual. There is such a thing as International Environment Award, and according to the definition of it is, I quote, an index to articles about notable environmental awards for activities that lead to the protection of the natural environment. End quote. The award is given since 1989 and it was the idea of philanthropists and civic leaders Rhoda and Richard Goldman. The first award ever was given in San Francisco, 
it is given more than one time per year, and as of this date it was given to 206 people from 92 nations. One of the 2021 winners is the Vietnamese conservationist, Tai Van Nguyen. He is doing something incredible, in my view. His work, and as a founder of Save Vietnam's Wildlife, he rescued more than 1,500 pangolins from the illegal trade markets. Pangolins are the world's most illegally traded animal on the planet. He is also the founder of Vietnam's first anti-poaching unit that destroyed more than 10,000 animal traps since 2018, and more than 800 illegal camps. They confiscated guns and have arrested hundreds of people. The 39-year-old Nguyen is on a mission to educate the population of Vietnam on the impact poaching has on life. He is doing that with a center he opened, the Carnivore and Pangolin Education Center, the first of its kind in Vietnam. He also has a clinic where injured animals are treated, and the survival rate is over 80%. He is one of the few people on the planet who is working on the conservation of pangolins. As far as rewards go, I am happy that he won. From Vietnam, let's do one more international. This one is about Mr. Trash. If you have no idea who is that, or more precisely, what is that, don't worry. I had no idea as well. It turned out that it was Baltimore's inner harbor water cleaning robot, and it's getting adopted to more and more places. It is a machine that collects trash from the water, and the best thing about it is that it uses power from the water itself in the installed solar panels, so in a way, it works for free. Just a few words about the creator, John Kellett, he is the idea behind the creation, and the idea came after he saw a lot of trash in a river that he was visiting. I love this because it is a true example that everything around us was built by people, just like us, and it shows just how an idea can materialize into reality. It is worth mentioning that the Ocean Cleanup non-profit company is now behind the cleaning robot. So how much trash does Mr. Trash able to collect? Well, get ready to be mind-blown, a stunning 38,000 pounds of trash can be collected every single day. That is 38,000 pounds of trash every 24 hours, that is 26,600 pounds per week, or to put it on a monthly basis, that is 1,140,000 every 30 days. Not bad for a self-sufficient worker. I think that was all, I chose to state 7 facts, because 7 different news informations is what the brain is capable of digesting without losing any value, according to scientists. 7. Because I want to start doing this every week from 2022, and until then I hope to have gathered enough feedback to know what I must, and must not do. 7. Because I hope from 2022 to post one news in TikTok, and 7. Because I really like the number. I really hope this was helpful, let me know if I need to stretch the information about each topic, or quick and simple as just the way you want it. Okay, this last one is a bonus, it was something I had saved in my bookmarks for a while. I personally find it very difficult to concentrate on one task for more than one hour, I either start wondering in my mind or just walk anxiously into my room, or simply just start on another task, eating, dreaming, anything. It turns out it's not that bad of a thing, in the National Institute of Health, researchers found out that if you want to master a skill or to do creative work, you must, you have to take, plenty of breaks. I'm not going to go deep into this, just wanted to end on a good vibe, 
and to let everyone know that taking a break is not a death sentence, it is a requirement to do the work in the long run. One last thing before we go. If you love the power of quotes, visit elonreevesarts.etsy.com and take a look at what we have to offer for taking responsibility and wearing it proudly. Until next time. Keep on rising.